<clears throat> Yeshayahu continues with prophecies that go back and forth from hope to admonishment. Hoy banim sererim, woe, he says in chapter 30, wayward sons, so says Hashem, who wish to act upon counsel. They want to seek advice. La says Eitzah, mini, but not from Hashem, who cast an image idolatry, but not my spirit, so that they may add sin upon sin. He might be referring to actual idols, idols or the fashioning of plans and establishment of patterns, not in accordance with Hashem. He goes into detail. He says, those people who go down to Egypt for political negotiations, it's important to understand a bit of geography and political geography of the time. During most of the time that the Jewish people lived in the Holy Land of Israel, there were two major empires, to the north and south. The north was the Assyrian Empire, and south was the Egyptian Empire. And these empires never got along, and Israel was always caught in the middle. Often, the Israelites at this time aligned with the south, thinking that, that it will be good for them. And that's one of the things he admonishes. He says, these people go down to Egypt to negotiate, but did not consult with Hashem. They do so in order to seek strength in the stronghold of Pharaoh, drawing a sense of security from him and to take shelter in the shadow of Egypt. But they will disappoint you eventually. Therefore, the stronghold of Pharaoh will become your shame and the shelter in the shadow of Egypt, your humiliation. For its princes, those of the king of Yehuda were at Soan, the capital city of Egypt, and its messengers will reach Chanes, a major city in, in Egypt. All the deeds of the kingdom of Yehuda cause shame over their reliance on a people in Egypt. It will not work out for them, neither for aid nor for avail, but for shame and for disgrace. Basically, it's not going to end well. Now he uses a metaphor to describe the begging of Egypt as a dangerous journey to Egyptian cities. He says, the expedition of beasts, animals who bear their burdens as they march south, in a land of trouble and distress, they come unto the roaring lion and lion cub, a viper and a flying serpent. They bear their riches on the shoulders of young donkeys and their treasures they carry on the humps of camels, on a people the Egyptians, who are of no avail. In other words, they bring riches to trade with Egypt, bringing gifts, trying to you know, impress the Egyptians. Egypt will not be help. Mitzrayim hevel variki azaru. They'll help with futility and nothingness. Therefore, I called this and said, Rahav heim shavet, arrogance, ineffectuality. They're ineffective is what they are. Do not depend. They're used absolutely useless. Now Hashem comes and Yeshaya is quoting what God told him. Now come, write your prophecy on a tablet with them so that it will remain with them and inscribe it in a scroll and it will be for the final day forever and ever. For it is a defiant people, these Jews, deceitful children who disavow God, children who refuse to hear the Torah of the Lord. These are people who say to the seers, do not see. In other words, people who should be seeing, the, the, the prophets. They say, don't see. To the prophets, they say, do not prophesy truth. Don't tell us what's going on. If you wish to speak and prophesy, then do smooth talk. 
right? Populist messages, not ideas that we don't want to hear. No, uh, tell us prophecy delusions. Basically, just tell us what we want to hear. Move from the way, deviate from the path. Remove from before us the Holy One of Israel. Do not speak in the name of Hashem. Just make us feel good. Sounds like what people often ask their rabbi to do, right? Just give speeches that make us feel good. Don't, don't call us out. Don't judge us. Just make us feel good. Lachain, therefore, so says Hashem, the Holy One of Israel, because you despise my words, yan ma'aschem and you relied on exploitation and corruption and lead upon them. Therefore, the iniquity, the sin, will be for you like a fallen breach exposed in a lofty wall whose break will come suddenly. Right? The breach constantly widens and eventually the wall collapses. And based on how high the wall is, that's how big the collapse is. He will break it like the break of the potter's jug, an earthenware vessel. Shattered, he will not spare it. And there will not be found amongst its fragments an earthenware shard to rake coals from the fire or to draw water from the cistern. In other words, they'll be smashed into smithereens. There'll be nothing left. Kicho amar Hashem, for so said Hashem, Holy One of Israel. Now he offers hope. He says, with repose and pleasantness, you'll be saved. Your salvation will come through restraint. That's what, what very famous prophecy that when Mashiach comes, things are going to be calm. With quiet and with confidence will be your might. But you were unwilling to accept that path. You said, no, rather we will flee on the horse, therefore you will flee. And you said, on the swift horse we will ride. Therefore your pursuers will also be swift and chase you down. One thousand of your men will flee, flee from the provocation of one of your enemies. From the provocation of five you will flee until you will eventually remain as a lone pole on a mountaintop and as a banner on a hill. Because you're not interested in Hashem's salvation, therefore Hashem will wait. He will not hurry to be gracious for you. And therefore He will be aloof from having compassion upon you. For Hashem is a King of justice, a God of justice. Happy are those who wait for Him. Ashrei kol now he offers more words of comfort. For a people will live in Zion and Yerushalayim, you will weep no more. Ki am b'tzion yesheh b'yerushalayim b'chol lo tifkeh. Chon yachnecha. Hashem will show grace to you at the sound of your crying out. Upon his hearing your cry, he will answer you. Hashem will give you sparse bread and scant water. And here, one of the great prophecies ever. It's going to be a progress. He says, yes, he'll start off with, with little bread and little water. But then eventually, he, Hashem, your teacher, will no longer be concealed. And your eyes will see your teacher. This is one of the great sources that when Mashiach comes, we're going to actually see godliness. Some explain that this refers to Mashiach, but most people say this refers to God himself. At that time, your ears will hear a word from behind you, an instruction that says, This is the way, walk in it. When you go right and when, when, whether you go left, not everything will be revealed at once. At first, you will not see anything. The command will come behind you. Nevertheless, you'll be told where to go. 
You will reject the planting of your silver idols and the dormant of your cast golden images. You'll cast them out like a sickness and pain. You'll cast the idols from you as one throws away dirt and repulsive objects. You will say to it, go, get out. Hashem will give rain for your seeds with which you will sow the ground and the bread of your produce on the ground will be rich and fat. Everything is going to be amazing. Your livestock will graze on, the la- on that day on a broad plain. The oxen and the young donkeys that work the land will eat enriched father, a mixture including cereals and legumes, that was winnowed of chaff with the shovel and the winnowing fork. Basically, everything's going to be fantastic. There will be freshens and streams of water on every lofty mountain, on every high hill. So it shall be on the day of the great slaughter with the falls of the tower. This is refers to the enemies of Israel. At that time, also one of the great prophecies of Mashiach's coming, Vahaya or halvanak or the light of the moon will be the light, the light of sun. We're told that when the world was created, both the sun and the moon were of equal power. And then Hashem diminished the moon, often referring to the Jewish people. And now the, the moon will finally be as strong as the sun, but the sun will be seven times its current strength. Like the light of the seven days, like the light that shone in the first days of creation. Remember the first day of creation, Hashem created light. Only four days later, on the fourth day, did He create the sun and moon. This light, which is greater than the light of the sun, will shine on the day of redemption, on the day of Hashem's bandaging of the break of his people, and he will heal the wound of his blow. And he continues in this uh, fascinating chapter, verse 27. Behold, the name of Hashem comes to reveal himself from afar. His wrath is burning Its burden is weighty due to people's transgressions. His lips are full of fury and his tongue is like a consuming fire. He goes back to the the harshness. At that stage, his breath will be like a surging stream. It reaches to the neck to shake the people with an illusionary sieve. And an unreal rain will be on the jaws of the people. In other words, even a rain that's not in working order will be enough to prevent them from rebellion. A rain, R-E-I-N, rain them in. The song will be with you. Hashir Yelachem, like the night of the consecration of the festival, like the songs of Pesach night, when all of Israel would gather around. There will be universal heartfelt joy, like going with the flute to come to the mountain of Israel, to the rock of Israel. Now he's going back to positive. Alongside the joy, Hashem will reveal his anger. Hashem will sound the glory of his voice and he will display the descent of his arm with furious wrath and a flame of devouring fire with a blast torrent and hailstones. Far from the voice of Hashem, Assyria will be broken. He will strike them with a rod. It shall be that any passage of the staff to an established place that Hashem will set upon, he will make war on them with drums and harps and with wars of shaken. In other words, the revelation of Hashem will be accompanied by song and musical instruments on one hand and storms and rage on the other hand. For an inferno is arranged from yesterday. It too is prepared for the king. He deepened and widened its conflagration with much fire and wood and breath of the Lord like the stream of sulfur is burning within it. So when Hashem comes up for the people that he loves, 
It will be amazing, and for the people he doesn't, Oy Vezmer.